Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holly and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and of the Wallace fortune. I couldn't think of anything. It's so hard. <laughs> What's her name? Bri- the I'm Brianna Wallace from the Wallace Department Store. <laughs> Okay. Also, I, I would I like have, to note I have that Gray. One thing to bring. Oh, okay, sorry. I was gonna say I would just like to note that Gray was wearing sunglasses during the intro, very fitting for this beachy movie <laughs> to give everyone <laughs> um, uh, the visual. Okay, I, I have a bone to pick with the whole like Wallace fortune thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley's family seemed. Just as rich, they took a private jet to the Bahamas. I know. Why I know. were they I... not treated with a little bit more reverence? I don't know. I just I don't get it. Like, was was Brianna Wallace that much more, like, they said that loaded her... with they... cash? Because they they also they got their own suites. Suites, yeah, not this, even rooms. This they got movie their own is suites. the most blatantly rich that they have been in a movie. I like, wrote that in my notes. During yes. one of the Oh my god, they were scenes. so spoiled in this movie. Yeah. They're like, you just got arrested, and you're like, but dad, I want to <laughs> go on my day date. Well, that wasn't after they got arrested, but anyway. you're right. That was when they were de- that was when they were detained for a noise complaint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like during one of the jet ski scenes, Holland goes, I feel like this is the most like true to their lives. Movie. You said that. I said that? Yes. What did you say? I don't know. I think I think I said, I think they just went on vacation and they're like, let's just film it. Like they already <laughs> did Winning London in 2001. And then I think this Atlantis Hotel was like, hey, we'll finance a movie if you film it at our hotel. And so they're like, Okay. Well, okay. We'll just put something Let's together. Let's rash together I, some kind of plot, and we'll just film our vacation and like throw in a weird antiquities stolen antiquities plot thing. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We haven't even we haven't even gotten into it yet. So, everybody, what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week is the final installment of our Marchy, Kate, and Ashley debut-themed month, but there are, there's at least one more in the books for us, because okay. there's enough movies to get one more out of it. That's true. So I guess I can't watch the rest of the movies on my four DVD 
combo box set. I got to save it for next year. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Because I did want to watch Winning London on my own time, but I guess I'll have to save it now. <laughs> um, I'm fine doing it so again. So this week, final installment. It is my turn to defend, and I drew from the hat the third of the trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> Holiday in the Sun. And by trifecta, um, it's like we owned these three movies. We watched these three movies like in order all the time. But I well, also, they also came out in consecutive years. It was yes. 99, 2000, 2001. Although, 13, 14, 15. Winning London came out before, before Holiday, Holiday in the, the Sun. Sun. Which so I didn't know that until, until <laughs> the fucking dartboard scene. <laughs> We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, God. Yeah, because Electra okay. and I were talking about this yesterday because we had, I, I remember when this came out. Like, it was an event in our family. I'm pretty sure we were at Carly and Michael's house, at our cousin's house, like, when we got it, and we all watched it together. And I or, I don't know. I remember it being a very big deal, and Carly and I especially, and I'm sure Allegra were yes. all very excited about it. But... In the every VHS had like a Mary Kate and Ashley like trailer preview commercial that's like here are all the other like movies you can watch of ours and on the Holiday in the Sun one was they showed the trailer for Winning London or they showed Winning London in one of those like compilation trailers and I remember being like what I haven't seen this one they did one in London and then it was like an elusive movie for us for a while because like. I guess our like Hollywood video didn't have it or like we like couldn't find it anywhere and then our parents wouldn't buy it for us for whatever reason. They're like VHSs are still very expensive and we just <laughs> bought you a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Yeah, so I remember like it took us a long time. I'm sorry if you can hear gurgling in the background and it's my sink. I'm very sorry. But I remember it took us a long time to finally watch Winning London. Yes. And like, it was like the elusive Mary Kay Nash. Like, did movie we for end us. up watching a like a later one, a 2002, 2003 one before we actually got? I've away. still never seen. I've never seen Winning London. So like, I guess we're we're saving that yeah. for next year. But yeah, Winning London is just gonna have to kick us off for next year's Marchy Kate and Ashley because it's one of the many that on that list I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Like the challenge, which didn't get chosen this time mm-hmm. around. It Takes Two, which apparently is actually a good movie that we didn't even draft. Um, and then there's some other, like, not-so-amazing ones, like Getting There and Switching Goals. I remember being kind of boring, but, like, I don't know. There, There's a lot that we Billboard have. Dad, yeah. How the West Was Fun, which, thank fucking God we didn't choose how, <laughs> or we didn't get How the West Was Fun. I'm kind of glad we did the trifecta in our first iteration of Mary Kate Nash, yes. Margie Kate Nashley, because I feel like that's the only way that it could have happened. I'm you also know? glad yeah. we got Holiday right, in the Sun because it was very memeable at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Holiday in the Sun had a moment very recently. Did it? Yeah. So it wasn't in my sphere of social media. Not on your 40 but page. But <laughs> let's stop teasing the audience and give them what they want. A quick summary of Holiday in the Sun. CEO Harrison Stewart, by the way, didn't know that the dad had a name this entire time. <laughs> Me neither. Treats his family to a holiday on the Bahamas in a Mayan theme luxury resort with his devoted workaholic executive Ziggy Grayson and his brilliant but shy son Griffin, what? who is secretly <gasps> smitten 
with Madison Stewart. Hearing she has a crush on simpleton beach hunk Chad, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure his name was actually his name Scott. Is Scott. Um, <laughs> Griffin sweetly accepts to be his Cyrano. 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 Cyrano, sorry. Which actually ends up proving their incompatibility. Meanwhile, her twin sister Madison and wait, they just said Alex. Madison. <laughs> Alex. God, this thing is all over the place. Meanwhile, her twin sister Alex, asterisk, enjoys an affair with Sea Life Keeper Jordan Landers, but spoiled silver spoon Brianna wants him to and sabotages them. When Jordan is blamed for allegedly fencing stolen antiquities, Griffin and the twins dodge their meanwhile suspicious parents to find and expose the real culprit. Why is every man in this movie given such, like, like highlight in this fucking description? Like, the dad, his weird fucking friend... <laughs> Griffin, who yeah, we don't hear is, about the mom. I don't. I would not categorize yeah, Griffin as sweet. We don't even get no, 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 no. So here's the thing: we or get Keegan. descriptions. We get descriptions of what all of the boys are like, and nothing about the girls no, at all. Which is wild because this is a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> yeah. Also, no Griffin. context. But in in their defense, what personalities did they have in this movie? I don't know. They had like really inane conversations about like oh okay okay hold on hold on hold on okay so so here's the thing guys here's the thing um oh wait I'll just let me just run through real quick came out November twentieth two thousand one Holland was nine Allegra was seven I was four okay. We didn't see it in theaters because none of these movies came out in theaters. Uh-huh. I'm sure mom or dad has some thought on it. If they so do, it's I right didn't, here. I didn't reach out to them, but I did request a voice memo from Carly, our cousin. I haven't received it yet, but when I do, I will place it oh. here. Carly Carly texted me last night saying, I heard you're in possession of a Mary-Kate and Ashley DVD. Yes. And I said... Depends on who's asking. <laughs> yeah, I told because she because she texted me uh, when we're recording this. The draft just came out, so they don't know what. Yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of spoiled Carly so, what our last movie um, is, but yeah, I told her yeah, that so you can only watch our. I basically said, sorry. I basically said you can borrow it, but I'm gonna want it back. <laughs> but okay, I mean, anyways, fair. I before we get to pre-watch notes. Before we get into the opening and the arguments and the conversation about this movie, I'm just going to put it out there. In a latchkey sibs first, I cannot defend this movie. <laughs> I am I am just opening myself to the whims of your nostalgia and, and opinions of this movie because I hated this movie honestly that's i couldn't even fair. try I, the whole time i was watching it i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna spin this i don't know how i can even try and conceptualize an uh, an argument to to bring this around this is the worst movie we've watched yeah this is, is worse than grease 2 this is oh, worse wow. than, this is worse than fred claus like this movie is so bad that I don't even want to try to defend it. I want to be as honest with, because all of my notes are 
Negative. scathing. Yes. So I don't even want to try and pretend. I want to be honest about this movie and talk about it how I genuinely feel about it. Gotcha. Because it is garbage. <laughs> it is so bad. And now I cannot wait to talk so this about is it. This is basically so going to be a self-sabotage episode where you're probably going to try to argue our scores lower than what they are. <laughs> And I'm open to the whims of it. You know, like whatever happens, happens. All right. It doesn't matter. Pre-watch notes, guys. Go. Okay. CEO entrepreneur, born in 1964, Mary. Kate and Ashley's dad, apparently. I'm sorry. That's like I'm cutting that all out. Um, I'm gonna. I'll go into mine. Um, Can you I, keep that in? <laughs> Just with you saying. I'm cutting all that. Like, please keep that in. Uh, okay. Iconic Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. I remember when we got False. this and watched it at Carly and Michael's for the first time. Hey, iconic doesn't mean good. It just means iconic. You know? <laughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley go to the Bahamas with their parents and family friends for a vacation. The family friend dude has a crush on one of the twins. The other twin likes a guy who works at the hotel aquarium. The one twin dates a dummy named Scott. But then she realizes family friend guy likes her. Megan Fox also likes Aquarium Dude, but she loses. Somehow this all ends in a boat chasing them ending up in jail or something. I don't know. This plot was probably a shit show. So that's mine. Okay. So the reason why <laughs> I used to do voice to text is because when I get too high, I like cannot be bothered to write stuff down. So I essentially just wrote myself bullet points to remember what my pre-watch words now. Airport doesn't move. So <laughs> I remember the opening Wait. scene. <laughs> they get to an airport and it's like fake snow. And they get on the PJ. Oh my snow god, so yeah, fake. the fake snow. They get on the PJ. The dad gets them Krispy Kreme, which I was like, this is the most amazing I did remember thing that. ever. I wish I could have my own <laughs> private Krispy Kreme. But like... Now, watching it, I'm like, this is the most ad ad that has ever added in an ad movie. And then... It, there were so many product placements oh my in God. this movie. The we'll whole movie was a product placement we'll for get to it. We'll get to it. But, like, then they have this whole, like, airplane montage, the first montage of the movie of them, like, quote-unquote, flying to the, the Caribbean. Bahamas. And it's the same airport. It is, it is yeah, it's the, the same, same. airport. It's the same. They just got rid of the snow filter. And this was the first time as a child I ever noticed something like this. Because I saw that the sign is the same. There's like a, some airport sign. And I was like, oh, they never left this tarmac. Uh, Weezer. Yeah. Island in the opens Sun. It opens with a real song. <laughs> it opens with Island in the Sun. I, I think this is the first time. Yeah. yeah and then within song. five minutes, they play it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in its entirety. Yeah. So, um... Boy has crush and they think he's a dink. So yeah, the the childhood friend has a oh, crush Griffin. on one of them. Megan Fox is a a bitchy heiress who wants one of the boys. Stops a heist. I didn't really remember the plot of this movie whatsoever. <laughs> I remember not liking the boy who had a secret crush on Mary Kate. Yeah, I remember think getting bad vibes. I remember the little sister. Of his little sister, but I thought she was more involved in the plot. I know because when she came on the screen, I was like, "Oh, I forgot about her." And you're like, "How could you forget about her? She's instrumental." And I'm like, "I don't remember." Because I, for some reason, <laughs> thought that like 
Okay, I did not. It's remember. revisionist history for Allegra trying to make sure the little sister becomes relevant. <laughs> no, honestly, I said that last night, and then I was like, "Well, I hope that claim, that bold claim I just said, comes true," because I really don't remember. <laughs> but like, I don't remember the Aquarian guy fucking at all. Oh, you didn't? No, I don't remember. I definitely S- remembered him. I didn't remember Scott. I didn't remember Aquarian you remember boy. Scott? No, I totally I mean, remembered Scott. Once Scott, we saw him, and he's like. I think she thinks I'm dumb. I remember that. <laughs> I think she thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah. I think she thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah. That one, I was like, ah, yes. But, like, um, for some reason, I thought eh, Mary Kay and Ashley, uh, the guy who you keep thinking is named Dylan. Yeah. Jordan. No, no, not Jordan. The one we hate. The creepy one. Griffin. Griffin. I didn't think he was Dylan. Anyway. Sorry. Griffin and the little sister. I thought the four of them were running around town trying to find. Oh, yeah. No, the sister wasn't there for any no, of that. So. <laughs> she was just torturing some other kid at the resort <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I, she was obnoxious. Um, but, yeah, that's my. Those oh, are my wait, notes. wait. I'm so sorry. Um, urgent. I just got the audio message from Carly. So we're going to listen to it right now. Hi, it's me, Carly, again. You first heard me on the Mr. Deeds episode, another movie that my brother and I love and have a lot of nostalgia for. Mary-Kate and Ashley was a huge part of my preteen childhood era. Holland and I were obsessed with almost all the movies. I think every time we were together, we probably watched at least one. Um, Holiday in the Sun holds a lot of nostalgia for me because like Holland said, I'm pretty sure we waited for this to come out and then immediately bought it as soon as it did and watched it. I think I just thought the twins were so cool and so pretty and that matters so much when you're a preteen. And even at 16, 17, 18 years old, I would go over to Holland's house, we'd drive and get Taco Bell and then watch Mary-Kate and Ashley and I know Holiday in the Sun was one of those movies we put on a lot. So I'm very excited to rewatch it if I can find it and yeah very excited to hear everyone's thoughts because I love these movies thank you Carly yes thank you Carly Carly. yes I guess I guess it's I'm fucking Allegra and I are chopped liver because it's only Holland's house but whatever (laughs) well it was specifically like in high school when we would like have sleepovers it was like just me and Carly and we would go through the Taco Bell drive-thru. We would each get the Chalupa meal. She got beef Baja. I got chicken Baja. It, specifically, if anyone wants to know our Taco Bell orders. And then we'd, like, go into my room. Well, those don't exist would, anymore, so it's fine. I know. And we would pull out. Well, you, you can do Spicy Ranch, which is kind of the same thing. Pro tip for Taco Bell. Anyway. Um, we would pull out, like, the stack of Mary-Kate and Ashley movies and just, like, go through them and while having a sleepover. It was kind of a ritual. So thank you, Carly. Um, but anyway, are we still in the middle? Anyway, let me Greg, do my pre-watch notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weezer song, Megan Fox, some montage of the twins and some boys running around a resort. I mean, not wrong. <laughs> I wasn't incorrect. Yeah. You didn't but get I don't remember. Like I mean, I'll... <laughs> I'll be honest, even after watching this movie yesterday, I don't think I could explain to you what the plot was. <laughs> um, I had to watch it in two spurts. I watched the first hour um, in the the time span of about an hour and a half, I think. We kept pausing it. 
Um, and then I watched the last like 25 minutes just in a, it, it, at once in the evening time. Um, Meg and my very good friend Carly came over to watch it with us. And she had some unbelievable insights <laughs> that uh, I'm going to definitely bring up in this episode and give her a shout out. I'm excited um, to hear. <laughs> but, okay, can we just get into it? Scores? I mean, oh, scores, scores. All right. Okay. Nostalgia, I have a nine. I. Great. Uh, I, I put five, but honestly, I'll put it like a seven. Because wow, that's low. It was like a five before I watched the movie. It was like a four or five pre-movie. But then after watching the movie, a lot of memories came back. But I, wow, really didn't remember a lot of this movie. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure this was like, we watched it all the time. But maybe it was the last one. It's like we always fall asleep during this one. I think it's also just, it's such a confusing movie. It's hard to stick yeah, there's not, yeah. there's not a There's not a lot that not can a lot even to grab stay on, in the brain. Yeah. Yeah. But I still have right. a nine because I remember ability. Let's I hear it. I had a seven. Oh, I Great. had an eight. Yeah, I had a good oh time. Oh my God. This is awesome. <laughs> Guys, this is fantastic. Yeah, Dre, were you like, not Dre, high enough for this movie? Dre, you lucked out in that we're the ones no. scoring this? I was, I'm glad that I, was I didn't so get this. High. Yeah. Oh, you were so. I okay. got. I got way more high than I normally did on accident. So. And you did. Yeah. So like he this was. Movie? So he was probably as in as good a position as he could have been for this. Yeah, you yes, gotta be absolutely exactly. zooted for this movie. <laughs> um. Okay. Appropriate for children. I have an eight. Appropriate for children. I really did have to think. I. I have an eight. Really struggled with this score the most. Um, I put a five. I'll let you know my reasoning, and you can tell me if my reasoning is bad. Okay. But we'll I'm get like, to that. That I probably so agree with the re- I think I know what you're going to bring up, and yeah. Um, first of all, Griffin is a sociopath. That's true. Second of all, I'm pretty sure this score, Jordan is uh, an adult. 20. Yeah, that's true. They're 15 Hold on. years okay. old. Uh, Jordan... The actor that played Jordan was 22. Yeah. The actor that played Scott was 20. The actor that played Griffin was 21. Yeah, I looked at The Olsen twins, 15. 15. Yeah. Hated that. Not great. Not Hated great. That. So maybe my appropriate. I'm going to bump it down to a six then. I still don't think it's like that inappropriate though. I know that it's like I don't know. Not the I'm word. waffling on that All right. one. Hold on, let's run. Okay. We don't need to. We don't need to get bogged down. Anyway. We can talk about it. Does it hold up? Does it hold Does up? Does it hold up? I have a let's four. Let's do this. I put a. I put a two. I put it. Okay, I have a four. All but right. we'll see. Can I follow? I put a two. Uh, yeah, I put a two as well. Accurate. Yeah, I, I'm not. No complaints here. Um, let's get into it. Okay. 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 I was not ready for the way that this movie was filmed. Oh my god. Oh. This because entire movie thing. was comprised of Dutch angles. It, it was, was all a The skew. whole movie was crooked. Yes. The whole movie was crooked. And every fucking like I swear to god, it was like every other scene, every line of dialogue had a Intense. intense super close up yeah. <laughs> yes. on whoever was talking. Yes. Like 
every single time. It was nothing but close-ups. I'm like, are they all even in the same room? Because there are little to no establishing shots. They really thought they were doing something. If you had told me that Mary-Kate and Ashley directed this themselves, I would believe you. Because I have never seen someone. It's so try-hard. It's trying to do That's what Meg said. She was like, I, Meg said, I'm pretty sure this movie was written, directed, shot, and edited by teenagers. And at the very <laughs> end of the movie, during like the fake behind the scenes thing, yeah, like, that was weird. you know, the mom's talking to the her agent and she was like, they hired, they hired all the actors, the director, the writers. It's all Mary Kate and Ashley. And Meg was like, I knew it. I called it. It was all done by teenagers. But one thing I thought was funny is that the mom was like, and who got all the close-ups? Them, yeah. not me. And I'm like, oh, trust me, everyone got their fair share of close-ups because that's how this fucking movie was shot. There were two modes, close-up or wild shaky cam. Yeah. Sometimes both. But no matter what, it was Dutch angle. It was askew. Not only was it wild shaky cam, it was wild shaky black and white cam. Yeah, or the, the more rare uh, emo black and white sad I'm in jail. guys okay Uh, let me just i'm gonna scroll through my notes i'm gonna scroll scroll through my notes and just tell you all of the my my emotions how i can describe the way this movie was shot okay very first note is about the super close-ups and i say unsettling (laughs) then i say unnerving obnoxious um sickening uh disturbing um anxiety inducing and dog shit there we go yeah there we go that's how i described the way this movie was shot and edited yeah, fair. Na- nauseating resonates. Like it actually, yeah. like there were times it pulled it, it pulled me out. And like there was no moment where I could like settle into the movie because it was just fucking haymaker after haymaker <laughs> of like, of just like disorientation. I think one of the worst parts about the movie is that I guess filming at a luxury resort isn't great sound quality. So the entire it movie was is like completely so the ADR. entire movie is ADR. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I caught that immediately as well. Like when they were in the hotel lobby, you know, like right as they were checking in, I'm like that line, every line of dialogue in this scene is ADR and matches up so poorly and then the next scene happened, and then the next scene happened. I'm like, oh, it's the entire movie. Because it's like is ADR. they're in echoey. They're either in the echoey hotel, or they're like on the beach, or they're like with the fish, or like like none of it sounds like good for sound quality. So the whole movie is just like ADR. And some people are better than others at lip syncing. Oh my god. Oh there my was, god. Was it Champlain? <laughs> but someone at one point was like. I need you to come to my boat later. See you. Goodbye. And I'm just like, uh, it's, it's sort of like badly dubbed foreign films at times. 
Okay. Oh my god. I don't remember. I must have been looking away like every time that guy was on screen because I don't recall him like being a part, like even being on screen until like (laughs) the the scene before the chase scene, which by the way, I mean, what a boring and long fucking chase scene. Jesus. Because I'm like, you can't have it be this long and have every shot look the same. Where it's yeah. literally just them like crowding into a fucking market and then him running and then them crowding I'm pretty further sure they into showed the, market. the same shots multiple times. I, yes, they my, did. My favorite but. part of the ending chase scene is when one of the twins runs up to a woman who's vaguely wearing the same was, thing as Champlain. Yes. And just goes, oh, sorry. And she just goes, hi. Horrible ADR goes, hi. Like, like a Sims character. So I was losing it during the chase scene because, first of all, it is so slow. It is so slow. Like, they're all running so it's slow. It's so slow. It's a Especially light shock. because Champlain is an old man. So <laughs> yeah. he's, like, literally just, like, old man, like, hobbling around. Hobbling? <laughs> like, waddling, yeah. hobbling. Just, literally. like, doing a little old man jog. When he, he jumps over a very low wall and, like, gets on a boat and it just, like, slowly tugs away. And then he, like, just, waves at them. And it's just yeah, an it old just man spu- wave. It sputters off and he waves at them. Yeah. It's just, like, a jolly old old man wave. I'm like, there's no evil way to wave goodbye. <laughs> yeah, there's... I feel like for our listeners, we need to try to attempt to explain the plot of this movie. Yes, okay, I don't okay, think. Okay, yeah. The then let's 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 not jump it. around as much. Let's start with they're in they're very clearly in cold, snowy Illinois. Oh yeah. Um, and they get pulled out of school early to go to what they think is Hawaii, and it's it turns out break. it's the Bahamas on a private fucking jet with their own Krispy Kreme, <laughs> and they show up in Atlantis. It's Atlantis. Hey, did you know that this fucking movie took place in Atlantis? Yeah, this was definitely, and like, I feel like this had to have been a last-minute production where, like, Atlantis, like, I think Allegra already said, like, Atlantis probably reached out to them and was like, hey, we'll finance a movie if you shoot here and basically film an ad at our hotel. And they're like, Ugh, okay, yeah, uh, sure. And then they just very hastily put this movie together. But anyway, continue, Greg. Um, they're, the, the, the basic plot of the movie is they want boys, boys <laughs> want them, and in the, the, the tossling and, and the, the drama of finding boys at a resort and sneaking out late and, you know, not wanting to hang out with your parents, they uncover a (laughs) stolen antiquities smuggling ring. Yeah. Um, So I guess throughout the movie, it's very shakily set up that Jordan, (laughs) the aquarium boy. Jordan is being set up. But, But it's set up that, like, Jordan has this like working relationship with this old man guy named Champlain. And he like picks up packages for him and like in exchange for other kinds of favors. They're just, they like help each other out. But Jordan doesn't, Jordan's just like the middleman. Like Jordan doesn't know what's in these packages. But honestly, Jordan technically could probably get 
in trouble for this like antiquity delivery shit even though he doesn't know what's happening so then because of this jordan like at one point once like all of the pairings have been solidified between the boys and the twins they like go they go on a moonlight cruise our first moonlight cruise oh my god (laughs) and they like jordan has to pick up fishing gear from a yacht because Champlain is like, I left it on this random yacht, which I'm like, this feels like not like a cool thing to go to some person's yacht you don't know and pick up things for another person who left things there. Whatever. They get arrested because they picked up this thing from a yacht and it ended up having like a, an antiquity. Because it's also very shoddily set up earlier when they go shopping. The mom like buys something that it's like a replica of an antique and they're like, is that real? And she's like, oh, no, they're not allowed to sell the real ones. It's illegal. And so we're supposed to remember that, apparently, down the line. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Okay, hold on. We don't need to go shot by shot. Okay. Um, but anyway, they get in trouble. What was the fucking point of the little sister? What was the point? Comic relief, I guess? Question mark? She was annoying. Oh, she- Listen, oh boy. Uh, I oh think boy. young Sheldon owes Mary Kate and Ashley a fucking royalty check <laughs> because <laughs> she's just some fucking obnoxious nerd child. Yeah, she's very precocious. She's just, yes. yeah, I think they just wanted and some kind of comic relief and we didn't need it. No. Um, <laughs> when, um, when Scott first shows up, best character in the movie. And- and is like you know, like what a part you guys smitten, party smitten, yeah smitten with Smoked. whichever twin he was smitten with. Mary Meg Kate. just goes, that man is forty. Just <laughs> no, just immediately goes, that man is forty. But ends up he's the youngest boy out of the three. Yeah, he is the youngest boy of the group, and so he's you also mean the youngest actor. adult man. That actor is also comes back and is in Getting There, and Jordan so, is in one of their shows, So Little Time. Yeah. That that man that played Scott, he mm-hmm. was by far the most committed to his role. Uh-huh. Agreed. And also arguably the worst actor in this movie. Yeah. Which is that is there is a gauntlet to uh, to obtain that title in this movie. You have to go through the whole rigmarole of yeah. every other actor. Yeah. But I think he might take the cake. But I still like him the most because he committed the most. He's the best character. And I think I genuinely laughed at a lot of the things that he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> he yes. he was definitely the best character. He His was so... face acting. Like, he just yes. like looks like a fucking dummy. He's... Or what What did the description say? A simpleton? <laughs> yeah, simpleton B-chunk. Right. Listen. Here's the thing about Scott. A perfect description of Scott. <laughs> Scott just needed to be himself. Yeah. He's a very honest guy. He's yeah. like, dude, I think, what was his, when he was like, a, his. I think I had a really bad memory. Yeah. He's like, that fucking sucks. And I'm just like, no, dude. Let me, let me get the correct quote. Cause it was on, you know, on like IMDb. My memory sucks. It'll have like quotes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, I think I learned something about myself. What? My memory sucks. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, if he was just himself and not pretending that he knew books and stuff. <laughs> no, my favorite line. My favorite line was, so when are we going to start talking about books? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, 
This is the most upset I have ever been about the boys. <laughs> it's a very boy-focused movie, and fucking Griffin sucks so Griffin hard. Is creepy. He is so upsetting. I hate him so much. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ashley, who honestly, her all of her boys are like fine, but Mary Kate always gets the better boy, honestly, the more interesting boy. Usually. And, traditionally. And, traditionally, so far at least. It's like Ashley put her foot down and was like, fuck you. <laughs> You're getting the dummy. It's like I said this last night, but it's it's like they put all of their best boy points into Jordan yeah. and made the most insanely idyllic teenage 2001 boy. And with Griffin and Scott, it's like they had to take a good boy and split him in half into two okay boys. <laughs> yeah. But even then, all of the good boy points were put into Scott because Griffin is a fucking creepy weirdo and I hate him. You know how everyone has hobbies? You're mine. No! And then she kisses him. Why did you kiss him? <laughs> guys, guys. Grace dying. Uh, I opened up the quote section on IMDb just to see what else they they really wanted to highlight. Uh-huh. And I just... Uh, I forgot about this moment in the movie. What? <laughs> it's... When they're feeding the manta rays. Oh, my God. <laughs> and <laughs> Ashley just goes, or Mary Kay. It's I don't Ashley. Know it's Ashley. It's sucking on me. Yes. That's in yes. the quote section on IMDb. You remember that from last night? I remember the quote, but I'm confused. I'm like, why is that in the notable quote section on yes. IMDb? You That's know why. why. That's why I'm laughing so hard because it's just, it's sucking on me. And I'm like, I remember hearing that. Oh, another scene where the ADR so was particularly bad. The fish feeding scene. Oh, God. But anyway, but yes, because like Jordan, not only is he like good with animals and he doesn't care about the rich girl who's also after him, he also like sings and like can play the guitar and he's okay, like I will got say the trendy song, like emo boy hair of the moment. His song wasn't bad. <laughs> I don't think that actor was actually singing it. I, I oh, no, do no, no. think he was one I of I know the- he was not actually singing it. I'm just saying I didn't mind that song. Yeah. I'm I not even, saying I want it, you know, as my MySpace song or anything. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't bad. It, was it could have been worse. I did say during that th- scene, like, I think he was the best lip syncer of the movie. That's true. That's true. He was oh. very good at lip syncing that song. Given that this movie is 95% ADR, he was actually a kind of a decent actor, uh, pretty decent at ADR, like, decent lip syncer. Like, I didn't mind the actor. Yeah, he um, was fine. And as, like, a concept of summer dreamboat boy. He was a good boy. He did all of, yeah, he was actually very nice. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to be the villain. But then I'm like, no, he can't be the villain. One of the, uh, Scott or Griffin has to be a villain. Ironically, I thought that Jordan's voice, and maybe even a little bit his face, great, reminded me of (laughs) Penn Badgley. Whereas Griffin reminded me of the character that Penn Badgley plays in you. Because he's yes. terrifying. Yes. Sorry, Gray oh, is dying. Gray, you were murdered. So, okay. I forgot about this part, too. In the fucking movie. What? So, breathe, Gray. Breathe. When, when, <sighs> when Jordan and whichever one of the twins. Ashley. 
is their first like hanging out and Brianna or you know he gets pulled away to go like you know fucking lotion up Brianna or whatever yeah <laughs> and then and then he gets pulled away from that right mm-hmm. and he meets back up with Ashley so the reason he gets pulled away from Brianna is because someone puked in the shark tank. And I'm like, did, did Ashley puke in the shark tank in retaliation to Megan Fox stealing him? Like, did she go to the lengths of fucking yakking in the shark tank just to lure him away? It was a fake well, it was call. A, there was a, clearly a lie, but I do like I do like the universe where that is what actually happened. I didn't like how yeah, so like, much of this movie like was Brianna, about boys. Like Bri- Brianna was at least like, my dad's rich. Bring this boy over here to to tend to me all day. I feel like we need and to talk about Megan Fox. And she's like, and the the guy's like, all right, yeah, fine, but then just like. <laughs> Ashley doesn't have any sway in the hotel. So instead, she's like... She just calls in a fake vomit call. No, no, no. I know what'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't... I'd never caught. There was nothing to... For me to see that it was a fake vomit call. Well, she meets up with him and she's like trolling for vomit. And he's like, yeah, I can't find any. And she's like... I made the call. Oh, like, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so yeah. I was just under the assumption that... <laughs> that she actually vomited. Well, I was under the assumption that it was like serendipitous and then she just like intercepted. But I'm like, but what's really happening mm. is that she's fucking... Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. All I'll... right. So <sighs> Megan Fox plays Brianna Wallace. Brianna Wallace. Megan Fox. Another annoying oh, Brianna. She's not good in this movie. She's this oh, movie. the acting is bad, bad, bad. Actually, I, need to, I didn't her, look up how old she was. Her voice. Oh, her uh, voice. Shay, Shay talks like this. She talks like yeah. that. It's so soft and. She's weird. also fifteen. She's also fifteen. She's the same age as the Olsen twins. But I just have to say, the Megan Fox character and the mom. I'm like. Whenever they're on screen, I was like, this movie is camp. Yes. Like, oh my God, when Megan Fox is walking into that party and her friends are like, so Brianna, you always hook up with the hottest guy every time we're here. Who's it going to be this year? And then they're like walking through the party and people are like coming up and they're like, what's up? And she's like, not you or like something. Not my temperature. Not Not my temperature. temperature. And then some guy comes up and is like, say, and she's like, uh, nothing or something like that. It's so bad, but it's and so good. And then she spots Jordan and she's like, well, 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 we have a winner. And No, no, no. What she says is, it's in the quotes. It is. <laughs> it's better it than is. that. Um, hold on. Let me find You're it. You're the Now fish. he's what time it is. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Now he's what time it is. Why are you talking oh. like a fucking And the way that I am delivering this is exactly how she delivers it. She's just like, uh-huh. Now he's yeah. what time now it he's is. Now he's what time it is. It's like ADR. And so it's like, uh, what, uh. Yeah. Guys, once again, this movie was driven by montages. Of course. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. a staple. Like the fucking, the girls in town shopping montage. There's always one. And then 
immediately afterwards is the fucking dad's having fun montage. <laughs> oh yeah, they, the, the dad's going down the water slides. The longest unbroken scene in this movie that isn't like immediately jumped, you know, like run the the like the most time committed mm-hmm. to one scene is fucking Mary Kay and Ashley arguing over have your cake and eat it too. Which in has in And name. I was like <laughs> I was like was this the whole motive? Was this the reason the director took on this job? He was like, fine, I'll make this bullshit movie. But the true meaning is I need screen time to put to bed my theory on the have your cake and eat it too phrase. I don't. I it was, Honestly, They had two scenes like this. They have the scene where they're debating, is it, can you have your, is it, can you can have your cake and eat it too? Or can you eat your cake and have it too? And then the other fucking conversation like that is about like making your bed and you then made your bed in it. they're both yeah. completely inane and don't make any sense and at the end of the bed one one of the girls is like okay you win i'm like win what i am more confused than when this conversation <laughs> began i these scenes to me felt so pretentious film school uh-huh like student they're trying film to be like uh reality philosophical bites. But it's bad. It's so bad. It's very bad. They, like, want to be reality bites so hard. And I'm just like, I I hated that movie, too. But, like, every single fucking choice was some dude behind a camera going, yeah, this is going to be the deepest, coolest, youngest, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. It's not your typical MKA situation. Yeah, it was strange. It was around this moment, during the first conversation, that Carly, uh, my friend Carly, who we were watching this with, shout out to you, made the uh, the revelation. It was an epiphany for me. That this movie was... This movie is what marked the downfall of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen Winning London because that did come out in between this movie and Our Lips Are Sealed. But I think Our Lips Are Sealed was Peak. the pinnacle, mm-hmm. and it only went downhill from I there. I would agree with that. Yeah, unfortunately. And because Our Lips Are Sealed was so much fun mm-hmm. to watch, it was horrible, but like in the best way. Exactly. It's like it's like potentially my my in my top three favorite like ridiculous stupid movies to watch to Mm -hmm. have fun Mm -hmm. this movie holiday in the sun i think is the worst movie i've ever seen (laughs) to the point where it was like no longer fun at one point oh no i'm so sad that you didn't have fun i mean it was fun at first and then the movie just kept going yeah 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 and honestly i I was like yeah i think this this movie is the beginning of the end for the mary kate and ashley era yeah. I think I agree with that. And I definitely think nostalgia really carried me through this movie. <laughs> for sure. It's like once Like Scott, I had a great time. Once she act uh once Mary Kate was forced to fucking tongue kiss that nasty. <laughs> there was tongue! There was nightmare. Well, there was tongue in their second kiss. Oh. When he's like, in case I don't get another opportunity to kiss you or whatever. Like when they go off to like 
solve the antiquities mystery or whatever. That was disgusting. I hate him so much. And I hate that he's like, well, he's going off to college next year. And I'm like, okay, so 15 is still a little young for you, dude. Even They say he's 16, but um, like he's 22 in real life. Or 21 in real life. A nasty little psychopath. And once she's actually like, you, I guess, and like Scott is officially not chosen, uh, the movie basically is like, Less and fun. left turn. Yeah, yeah, wait, what happened to Scott? He just disappeared. Once they were like, nah, I like you. It's just like, poof, he's gone. Well, she found out about the, like, the Cyrano stuff, which was entertaining. I will say the, like, Griffin helping Scott, but it being a failure scenes were engaging. Yeah. They were fun. I did think... So I was, like, completely convinced that he was going to try and sabotage things. He was and genuinely then, trying to help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did say, like, some brownie points go to Griffin for that. Because I was just like, as soon as that happened at the fucking aquarium and, like, and then his next scene is, like, he goes up to to Scott to, like, talk. I thought he was going to, like, feed him false information. Like, you know, that trope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, the point of this movie is Scott has to overcome this creepy dude. <laughs> and then... And because, I mean, let's be honest, that would have been better. Yeah. Um, to have him be like somewhat of a villain. And that's where I thought it was going from, the, the, like, you know, the first time you see him on screen. But that's not what happened. And he actually was trying, which I think hurt the movie, but at least put some sort of positivity on to the character of Griffin. Because yeah. you're like, okay, he's not a complete piece of shit. Yeah. He has at least, like, he attempted to help this guy and not just, like, ruin everything. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, okay, we'll reward you now. You can kiss her. I'm like, I don't want any of them kissing them. <laughs> These are teeny children. And you guys are all, boy. you guys Mar- are all drinking age. I really wish they had tried to find a, a happy medium between Scott and Creepy Griffin. Yeah. Um, instead of having creepy griffin (laughs) (laughs) like i said and like when they're but like i think i mentioned this but when they're like going to the boat and he's like hugging her from behind he's like a first moonlight cruise i'm like i feel like you're holding her hostage (laughs) yeah i'm like maybe she just wanted like a summer thing spring break thing it doesn't help that the twins are emotionless yeah. in this movie. This is maybe they, the okay. most wooden they have been. They also had fucking lip filler at 15. I noticed it in the private jet scene. And I'm like, yep, yeah, this marks the end. They're, they're, they're officially in their, like, we're fucking hot. Oh, my God, we're hot. Moments okay. of their, to be of their teenage years. I'm filler. saying, no, no, I'm saying... Of their teenage years, which everyone goes through, but it's when they were the, I think the most like self-conscious of like how they'll appear on screen and they wanted to appear cooler and less like goofy and like, we're the hot chicks now. Yeah. Whereas, you know, our lips are sealed. We were like, you know, all talking about how they were like embracing the fact that they're like not the cool girls and kind of had to like earn it. Whereas this one, they're like, no, we're fucking hot, and we're wretch, and we're cool. And so they were just planks on I agree screen. with that. But I will also counter with, when I watched this as a child, they were, it was more, I viewed them as more, like, aspirational. I'm like, they're cool. 
I like all their clothes. I want to self-insert myself into their plots running around this island resort with boys. So I think for their audience, that works for them because it's 100%. very self-insert it's wish a, fulfillment it's a, again. It's a Bella like, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, totally. I, I can't disagree but not, with that. But at watching all. it as like a movie is not not fun or engaging at all. But like for the audience, I do think that that works. Because it worked for me as a kid. Like what Carly yeah. said earlier, where it was like this movie, they were so cool and pretty and had pretty clothes. And that's what is important. To, when you're that age or like for certain yeah, people but like 100%. Yeah. for us specifically I think Carly and I were very much like yes Mary Kay and <laughs> Ashley we look up to you we want to be exactly like you in this movie you look so cute so maybe that's yeah. why I didn't enjoy this movie as much as like our lips are sealed mm. as a kid because I was not interested in only meeting boys during my vacations yeah less silly goofy times in this movie for so sure I, Holland and I <laughs> lost our fucking minds in the middle of watching this movie because we were just trying to say like it's kind of embarrassing and shameful to admit that like in a way we relate to this movie being so, like having rich kid vacations ourselves we were not this rich we weren't going on pjs <laughs> absolutely not with no pjs no private resort no private suite no like not parasailing and jet skiing and whatever. It was more like, um, like we were going to cool destinations with families and family friends. And like when the kids were left off to their own devices, it was it, you at a certain point age, it became very gendered and yeah. all the girls, we had to like start trolling for boys for some reason. Yeah. And I hated that with every fiber of my being. And it, and this movie was very much, it was like, it, you always wanted it to be like this movie where yes. you like found the boys, you had a good, like. And they, they were cute and they were into and you. And like you're, you go to the pool at night and it's fun and cool. And like, like that's like what the aspiration was. But it was never that. It was never always like awkward that. and uncomfortable, and like you're because they're all teens trying to like talk to other teens, and it's weird and whatever. Great. But also, yeah, we, sorry, Gray. Oh, I was going to say it's funny because Allegra was saying, yeah, once it got very gendered, and like the girls, I think it was probably spearheaded by Amanda, but oh, I don't 100%. know how much Holland. Holland was also probably more game. Yeah. Um. And it became, yeah, you guys were like, we're trying to find boys. Yeah. And then it was Matt, my our stepbrother, Matt and I were just over here and we're like, let's go snorkel and look for lobsters. You know? <laughs> yeah. we, were like, we were still pretty innocent until I would say my like junior year of high school is when I was kind of like, oh yeah, let's look for some gals. Yeah, and by I, then I was in college, I so I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not trolling for boys with my siblings anymore. <laughs> I would have done anything to go fucking snorkeling at night with you and Matt, but it was like, nope, you're a girl. You must go with the girls. And so sometimes I would just stay. Yeah, we're like, we're just like, sorry, we don't make the rules here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but more like, yeah, fuck you. We don't want to hang out with you. But like, I but would also sometimes... alternatively, this movie reminded Allegra and I specifically of when we went to Hawaii with our dad, too. <gasps> Divorce because dad. Because vacation. when the dolphin scene happened. <laughs> so in this movie, there's Divorce a scene dad where they're... vacation. <laughs> so in the this least mo- glamorous vacation we've ever had. No, it was 
escalate. We went to fucking Hawaii. I mean, that's true. It was not knocked down too much. It's true. It's true. Good vacation. But it was a trial of errors as well. That's why it was sort of like the divorced dadness of it all. He's just trying to take his kids on a fun, amazing vacation to Hawaii, and every excursion (laughs) is going wrong. So to bring it back to the movie a little bit. And it wasn't his fault. No, it was it was out of his hands. And the movie, there's a scene where they're like, they go to like the dolphin enclosure and they're like swimming with the dolphins and like they're jumping over them and they're doing like the thing where you like stand up in the water and they push you. And I was saying like, this movie gave me unrealistic expectations for what like a dolphin encounter experience would be. Because when we were in Hawaii, we stayed at like a, a resort kind of similar where it was, it was a just Hilton like, resort. It was like a Hilton resort on the Big Island, but so there's like lots of there was just everything you needed was at the resort basically, and they had a place where you could like meet the dolphins, and I think all of us had the expectation that we'd at least get to like hang on to the fin and swim or like they, they it would or they would maybe minimum like jump over you or so, like there would be something exciting you'd have more interaction with the dolphin you get to at least swim yeah with them. but the whole thing was like you get into the water you stand next to the dolphin i think you could like kiss it and then you take a photo and that's it we got to see its belly yeah and i remember after <laughs> dad was fucking pissed he's like are you kidding me i paid all that money just for us to get just fucking pictures with the dolphins i also no, remember i him- remember i remember explicitly wanting to swim around and the handlers were like don't do that yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> I also remember one day on our Hawaiian vacation, we just stayed in the room watching Law and Order SVU with all the lights off because we were so sunburned and sun exhausted. We just couldn't fucking move. So I know we were reminiscing on that anyway. I don't know how much of this I'm going to keep in, but we'll see. Yeah, um, we've kind of been on a long tangent. Do... Um, okay, Scott also... is the is the worst actor of any of the movies we've watched this month. But the, I don't know, I think Megan Fox rivals Megan him Fox in this movie, though. Megan Fox might be though. worse. I think she was worse. Scott was more committed. And he was at least fun. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he was at least fun, but I would just I was like, oh my God. He okay. was He reminded me horrible. of Spinner from Degrassi. A little bit, yeah. Okay, the end of this movie makes absolutely no sense. They decided that the endings are hard. So yeah. we're not actually going to so end first the movie. Of all, so first, so they get arrested and they get put in jail. And then Griffin and the twins get bailed out by their rich parents. But Jordan has to stay in jail because I guess he's the one who like unknowingly took the antiquities off the boat or something or whatever. And they're like, he didn't do it. He doesn't know. He's not actually, he doesn't know that he's doing it. And then they try to run around and try to prove that Jordan is innocent. This is one, like the weird chase. Oh my God. A boat moved. No way. Yeah. And so then (laughs) wait, the boat was just here. Yeah. Boats fucking move. They find the yacht again, but it has a different name and they go onto the, again, they're just willy nilly walking onto these yachts without like permission. And they go onto the yacht and then, one of the twins like plays a remote. So when they first went on the boat, she accidentally hit the button on a remote and music played. And then she goes on the boat. She's like, I know it's the right one. She like hits the remote again. And it's like the same weird, shitty 
like garage royalty free music and she's like see it's the same boat i'm like that doesn't yeah like that's your only proof (laughs) that's your only proof i know i was i was like that is the only way to find out if it's the same boat and then they go to the police and they don't believe her obviously and then they're like well there's only one thing left to do and they fucking steal the boat to try to and, draw okay, because, out the police. So here's something I just wanted to, to to mirror with what you're saying. When they were trying, like, why don't you go down to see the boat? We found it. And yeah. he's like, we have laws just like your country yes. about search and seizure. Like, we can't just go and go on this boat and, you know, turn it over without concrete evidence. And so they're like, you want mm-hmm. evidence? Well, I got you evidence. And so they steal this boat. <laughs> And then they get on board and they're like, oh, hey, look, all these stolen antiquities, that is a legal search and seizure. That's literally a legal, like, you can't do something illegal in order to get your, like, that one. This is not holding up in court. It's literally, yeah. They're like, but look, he had stolen antiquities. But the judge would be like, how did you get there? It's like, oh, these children stole a boat. Committing a crime? To solve another crime doesn't negate the crime that you just that's, committed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and especially to have the like bah- Bahamian uh, police chief to call you a hero. Yeah, you're ADR. a hero. It's like, no, you idiots. Now Champlain might not be charged because what if they find this evidence admissible? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, they're throwing that out. Yeah. So, but then, oh, so then it ends and like one of the twins like says a line and then, and then we like get meta and the other twin is like, no, oh. that's wrong. They changed the script. <laughs> and they're like, oh wait, like, well, let me see the script. Looks at the script. Okay. Okay. And then it's like back into like the actual, like the way that the movie is filmed says the new line. And then they like cut again. And then we get like this weird extended <laughs> meta behind the scenes scene of them all like wrapping up production it is so weird it is i thought i was having a fever dream i'm like did i get too high again like what because this was by this point i had not watched like i stopped the movie at like three and then started watching it again at like 6 30 and so like this was like hours later i did smoke a little bit more but not a whole lot and i'm like am i asleep right now is what is happening because like i i I was like once again i'm like did i blink and miss when it when the movie ended and this started because it just like (laughs) happened it just happened it was so weird yeah this is like when we get like the the mom actors like on her phone with her agent and she's like who gets all the close-ups? Not me. Who gets all the cool wardrobe? Not me. And it's like this whole, it's like she's playing this like diva Shitty person. agent. Or a um, shitty, yeah, diva The actor actress. who plays Scott is just hitting on Megan Fox, which is also inappropriate because Megan Fox was also 15 at the time of this movie being made. <sighs> And she's like, oh, okay. Um, I would love to. I would love to hear Megan Fox's thoughts and feelings on this movie now. And Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Um, um, and- <laughs> and Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> MKA yeah, so, to MGK. Um, but hold M- on, we can't. We can't forget that. Then once once that shit show is over, it goes into bloopers. Yeah. And this is 
Every movie that we've seen by Mary Kay and Ashley, they have to add in the bloopers. Yeah. And it's something that I need to, to point out. For any of you aspiring filmmakers, don't add in a blooper reel if your actors aren't funny people. Yeah. If it's literally just like them forgetting a line and nothing else happens, it's not worth showing. <laughs> it's not funny. If you don't have comedic actors or comedians or just funny people in your movie, your bloopers are going to suck. Because mm-hmm. these all sucked. And then, after the bloopers, there's a music video for, for this, plays, like... Us Against for the World. This, this girl pop band of 13-year-olds. Yeah, they are children. That, oh my god, during they, who, the, like, and party they, and scene? The, yeah, and they're, they're, when they're the in act there, at the party scene, yes. Yeah, Play, so Us Carly, the Carly and Meg were absolutely losing it. At that one blonde girl in play. The nine-year-old? Like, why? Yeah, they were like, why is this 11-year-old with a sports bra serving so much sass to the camera? Uh, yeah. And I saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, you're 100% right. Yeah. She was fucking turning it up. Yeah. And then they just showed, like, the full music video. And then, just to top it off, at the very end, they just replay with music <laughs> Two of the kissing scenes yep. at the very end, and yep. then the movie just ends. Yep, that's was... the very end of the credits. But wait, right before we uh, get into the credits, though, is the map, the map dart scene. Oh, my, oh my God! How could I forget the map <laughs> dart scene? That once so again, like after super this meta, weird meta thing, so, and they just that they fully like just you know expose what everyone was already thinking that they're like. We just want to go on vacation and have it be financed in the... In, it's very you know, Adam Sandler logic, I was going to say, Adam Sandler was like, oh my God, you're right. So basically, yeah, but so they, they at just the like end of this it. weird meta, like behind the scenes thing, Mary-Kate and Ashley are like, oh, we got to go like figure out like where we're going to shoot our next movie. And then like go into this little office that has a map on the board with like darts of all the other places their movies have been before. So up until this point, it's like Paris... Australia, London. London. Yeah. And then apparently, what is it? Ashley always got to throw the dart, but now Mary Kate's like, I want to throw the dart this time. And then it's like, and then she throws it and it's like, and it's a cliffhanger. And also, the cliffhanger, it was heading straight towards Africa. Well, we don't know where it lands, <laughs> but spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure it landed on Utah because that's where the getting there is set, and I think that's the next movie after this. So kind of anticlimactic. I just remember. Well, what about, when's the challenge? That's after. That's later. That's like the last one they did, I think, before New York Minute. I just remember feeling like, or Rome. I can't remember which one. I is, feel like Rome I'm pretty had- sure getting there is next, and then it's Rome. Because they, because t- I remember getting there was specifically tied to the Winter Olympics that were in Salt Lake City. Interesting. So it was probably 2002. I didn't remember pretty much most of this weird, like, meta commentary shit, but I remember the dart scene. And I remember being like, holy shit, we haven't seen London, and being really upset we had not seen the London movie. Yeah. And then being like, ah. Where did that dart land? Yeah. I have to <laughs> yeah. Know. Where's it going to be? Yeah. 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 Um, but also, so, I, w- I feel so like it I served ha- its purpose. Yeah. I feel like I also have to mention that that song, Us Against the World, was a very important part of my tweenage dumb as well because Carly and I 100% choreographed a dance to that song at some point. So 
I feel like I need to shout that out as well. Which Whoa. means you guys choreographed the dance that you forced Michael, Allegra, and I to learn. No, probably just to watch. I don't think we made you learn it. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they just made us Sometimes watch. we just made you watch the things we created. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. So, closing arguments. <laughs> uh, don't change a thing. I think you guys nailed it your first time around with the scores. I mean, I actually think I had to lower some scores. Um, no, you don't. No, you don't. Um, I, I just think, lowered uh, one. Okay. All right. I'll, you know what? Okay. My points ended up negating itself. I increased nostalgia by one and decreased enjoyability by one. So it's still the same, basically. Okay. So let's just run through it again. So nostalgia, I'm keeping at nine. I okay. bought, I boosted it to an eight. Okay. Okay. Sit through, I'm keeping it seven. I decreased it to a seven because I remembered how much I hated uh, the movie. I, I started to dislike the movie more after she got together with Griffin. Gotcha. Appropriate, I'm keeping it six. Um, I'm keeping it five. Does it hold up? I bumped down to a three. I'm keeping at two. And can I follow? I'm keeping at a two. I'm keeping at a two. All right. Uh, bonus points, guys. <laughs> Do you want to give any bonus? I'm going to give it to Scott's comedic relief. I know they wanted Keegan, the little sister, to be the funny person, but like... I just loved when they were just randomly on the beach talking about nothing. And he's like, so when are we going to start talking about books? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, he was very delightful in this watch for me. So I'm going to give Scott a bonus point. I will give one bonus point for play us against the world. And Valid. I will give a million bonus points if Machine Gun Kelly does a cover of, of us, us against, against the, the world. world. <laughs> Whoa, I never meant to break. It's right, so cheesy on that. <laughs> All right, Gray. Yeah, at least at least if he's flat on Us Against the World, it'll still match up with the music. Aww. Or with the original. Poor play. Um, okay. Hey, wow. play. Also, fun fact, Gray, before you say the score, our other fave, Dream Street, I'm pretty sure play... And Dream Street collabed on a song together at one point. So I just wanted to say that. All right, wow. Greg, final score. All right. So with the two bonus points you guys just very generously offered upon me, this movie comes in at 53. Wow. So is that better than Grease 2? Better than Grease 2, which I disagree with. <laughs> All right, what I mean, but we have um, a lot more it's the exact it. it's the exact same score as Fred Claus and Never Been Kissed. Wow. Wait, no, never been Oh yeah, and never been kissed. Feels like an injustice to never been kissed. And so it's the only thing it's beating out are is Fred Claus, I mean, sorry, sorry. Grease 2 and Jack Frost are the wow. only things lower than Holiday in the Sun. Wow. You know what? It's helping me I think close it should the be gap, worse. though, from me to you. <laughs> so I'm fine yeah, with Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, because our lips are sealed. Personally, I think should have been better than Passport to Paris in terms of score. Because yeah, I think after so too, watching, but, After yeah. watching this movie, I am, like, nostalgic for our lips are sealed. <laughs> well, you guys didn't give it to me, so... I know. I didn't... You know what it was? I didn't... You didn't know have the what I had until yeah. I lost it. 
So yeah. if, I mean, you know what? I want to just retroactively give Our Lips Are Sealed an extra bonus point <laughs> for not for not being Holiday in the Sun. What? You can't do that. I feel Why like not? it's probably too late to do that at this point. Because when I because when Our Lips Are Sealed goes up, it's going to have the score that it has because then we have the audience score and then it's locked in. You know what I mean? <sighs> but I appreciate it. Just vote just vote in the poll or have Meg I don't have Instagram. Have Meg vote for you in the poll. Okay. I will. Do that bonus All right. point. So 53 is the final score. Um, so Gray, let I me think just... we are only separated by 22 points now, you and me, Gray. And you, yeah. Gray, are... I mean, this also isn't factoring in any bonus points given by the audience for the first two movies because we're recording this kind of early. Um, but at the moment, Allegra is... Fucking crushing. Forty-one it. points ahead of Gray. So that means she's like sixty-three it. ahead of me. But Gray, the gap between us is closer, and that makes me feel better personally. But yeah, well, you know. But here's the thing Leger's that you gotten. forget: we don't have a themed month until September. For like five months. Yeah, until September. So a lot can happen. So. We're re we're re we're re-entering the fucking gauntlet right now. I know. So great. What I'm so, excited for. I'm very excited to re-enter our master, master draft yeah. chosen movies because God, there's so many movies I really want to watch and that I really, really <laughs> want you guys to have to defend. Um okay, so great. So the time has come. Unless Gray, do you want to do trivia first? Oh, sure. The um, time is so that's out. a teaser. <laughs> some fun some fun facts about this movie. Um, the film debut of Megan Fox. Amazing. Some 2001 trivia. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the only trivia I've ever Also, So we can thank Mary the girl Ashley band that for plays, Megan Fox. The girl band that plays throughout is a Swedish group play Mm -hmm. but like we knew that um (laughs) Uh, 2001 trivia what was happening around this uh 9-11 had just happened um the top song of the year was all for you by janet jackson oh i love that song the the movies to watch were shrek harry potter and the sorcerer's stone monsters inc legally blonde oceans 11 um the first iPod came out. The Game Boy Advance came out. PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 came out. Wow, this Huge. is a good year all... other than <laughs> the tragedy other than that, that one happened. Other than that Angelina Jolie gave a passionate open mouth kiss to her brother James, Nasty. which many made many people almost forget about Bjork's goose dress on the red carpet mm-hmm. of whatever I think it was a swan. event. They called it a goose dress, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, Enron's accounting scandal cost investors $60 billion um, and their accounting Mm -hmm. firm, Arthur Anderson, went out of business. So the Enron scandal happened. Um, And that is about it. Oh, in Um, (laughs) 9-11. Call me (laughs) old-fashioned. But I find open mouth kissing your sibling icky and gross. Disgusting. I can't say I've ever done it, and I don't ever care to. So that's horrifying to me. 
and should be horrifying to all, I would say. Um, all right, great. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. One of the other trivia mem- one of the other trivia things which I think is hilarious. We talked about it extensively, but just the way that they covered it on the trivia. Now remember, this movie came out in 2001. So it wasn't like that far away in terms of like cultural or societal differences between now. I mean, you could make an argument there clearly are a lot of differences, it was 20 but 20 years ago. <laughs> But, okay, but wait till what I say, and then you're okay. like, yeah, no, not much has changed in that department. Okay. According to their act, according to their ages, the actors Mary-Kate, Ashley, Austin, and Ben were approximately 15, 15, 20, and 21, respectively. In today's society, it would be considered weird, not to mention inappropriate, for girls in their early teens to be kissing 20-year-old men. No, 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 it was still weird back then. I, I am yeah. certain of it. I, although I do, I will say it, I think it was more common. I, it was definitely more common. Oh, that's so Which depressing. is unfortunate. Um, but that's yeah. so, so depressing. They probably All had right. to have like their parents' permission. They probably, their parents had probably had to sign something to allow them to kiss them. Yeah, their Which parents are probably the ones like, you're doing it because we're getting more money for it. Okay. Anyway, um, Greg anyway. is choosing my next movie. Your from the master movie. list. Please. Oh God, be don't Aragon. be a bad one. Don't be a bad one. Please we want it to be Aragon. Please be Aragon. I want you to Please have to defend Aragon. that. That's true. All right. All right. I, I need a break. I need a God damn it. I need a fucking break. Shit. What is it? I guess, hey, it's good that one of you two defends this movie and not me because you'll probably get high nostalgia points for it. Oh no. You are defending a pick you chose. Okay. okay. Inspector Gadget. God damn it! <laughs> no. Oh, All right. I'm so excited. All right. I have not I'll seen do this my movie. best. I, I have not seen this movie since I was a little child. I don't think I've seen it since we were children either. It's been a very long time. Oh my god, wow. I always wow. remember here, I'll, I'll save wow. it. I'll save my my memories wow. for the pre-watch notes. Um wow. Fuck okay. yeah, dude. Fuck. Next week, Inspector Gadget. Dang. Okay, yeah, next week I have to defend <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Um please follow us on social media at Lashkusibs on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Please especially follow us on Instagram because every Friday you can vote in our poll to decide if the defending Sib loses a point, stays the same, or gains a point for their argument that week. Please check that out on Fridays on our Instagram. Um, if you have any longer thoughts, you can email us at latchkeysibs at gmail.com. But that about does it for us today. Thank you for listening, and next week, Freaking gear up for Inspector Gadget, baby. To Go. be clear, Matthew Broderick, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I don't the, know if there's the any live other action, and like Matthew Broderick, Michelle Trachtenberg, I'm pretty sure Rupert Everett's in it. Yeah, the bad guy from Titanic. Nah, that's no. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's a, a Billy Zane. The iceberg. Rupert Everett is in my best friend's wedding. But I. Oh, right, right, right. Anywho. Tune in next week for whatever shit show this uh, that episode's gonna be. Okay, goodbye. Bye.